Star Wars Action News is brought to you in part by Brian's Toys. At Brian'sToys.com, you can find Star Wars toys and collectibles from 1977 to the present. Brian's Toys has it all, from vintage toys and action figures right up to the latest releases. And when checking out, be sure to say you were referred to Brian's Toys by Star Wars Action News. So go check out the world's largest selection of Star Wars toys at Brian'sToys.com. Listening to Star Wars Action News, your source for Star Wars collecting news, reviews, and updates, helping Star Wars collectors collect better. Be sure to check out our website at SWActionNews.com, where you can see photos of the items discussed, chat with other Star Wars Action News listeners, and much more, including information on how you can be part of the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of Star Wars Action News. I'm Marjorie. And I'm Dan. No, you're not. I'm Jerry. No, you're Arnie. I'm confused. Who hosts the show? <laughs> you know, it, it's just a big collaboration. It is. And we thank Dan and Jerry so much for stepping in last week while we were off at a horror convention watching I Am Nancy. You can hear a now playing review of that coming up in a bonus episode later this week. But we are back home between trips, already packing for San Diego Comic-Con. Schedules were released this week. Yay. San Diego Comic-Con is always the same thing for me every year. Around January, it's, I don't think we're going to go this year. It's always so expensive. Hotel, flights. It's several thousand dollars, all told, for two people to go to San Diego Comic-Con. So uh, maybe we should skip. Last year, there wasn't a lot of Star Wars. Didn't really seem worth it. We had a great time, though. That's the thing, is every year after we go, it is like the best time ever. It seems to be in every other year thing. Every other year, it's the best time ever, and then every other year, it's merely fun. So you think this year's an off year? No, I think this year's gonna be an on year. I think we're gonna have two good in a row. I had a really great time last year, though. But then, around March, it's like, you know, last year was fun, and there's all these exclusives that were announced. Maybe we should go. And then we buy the tickets, like, alright, we're going again, da-da-da. And then it's like an obligation for about two months, and then they start releasing the schedules and the pictures of the exclusives, and then I just can't wait to freaking go. Yeah, then it's a lot of fun. Like, I am so excited. It's You just can't hide it? No, I can't. It's... You're just about to lose control? You think you like it? <sighs> yeah, that pretty much sums it up. Yeah, that's you, you hit the nail on the head right there, Arnie. Thank God for the Pointer Sisters. I say that every day. I know. But a lot of Star Wars programming this year. As I said last year, Dave Filoni talking about some waves, but, and I don't mean wave files. That would have even been cooler than talking about digital waves on a shore. But this year, there's not an official Star Wars day. I think lack of fan club breakfast, lack of sand sweet spectacular takes away from it. But there is a lot of Star Wars programming so much that it actually spills over Friday and into Thursday and Saturday. Yeah, it starts off with Thursday 
you can go to the Star Wars Connect panel, which I think is going to be really crowded because a lot of people are very excited about this. I got to say, I'm a big video gamer. I love the Force Unleashed one. I'm more curious than excited about Star Wars Connect. It could be really good. I'd like to see it in person. And, and here's the thing about Connect games. They're either fantastic and they sync right or they totally blow chunks and you're waving your arms like a maniac and nothing's happening on the screen and it's delayed. We bought one of those games when we first got our Connect and we had to return it. It was miserable. We had to sell it. Return it. We yeah, had to sell, sell it. Yeah. For a loss. But I mean, I'll obviously get Star Wars Connect to add to the collection. The question is, will I play it? I love the Connect though. It's a lot of fun. It is, but I've never tried flying a ship with it. No, I'm not good at flying games anyway, so this is going to be just really a disaster for me. I mean, when Jonathan was down here helping us pack, we were talking about it. I said, there's a reason real airplanes aren't used motion control. There's a reason real airplanes have joysticks. Yeah. But yeah, there is Star Wars Connect on Thursday, as well as Star Wars The Old Republic. Join us. It is your destiny. At least the marketers and payroll departments hope so. Yes, they hope so. Now on Friday, which is traditional. Star Wars Day. However, I noticed this year on the schedule, they didn't announce it as Star Wars Day like they usually do. But you're still going to be sitting in room 7AB all day. Yes, from 10am until, I'm going to say 4pm, you are going to be sitting in room 7AB. There's a Lego panel, there's a Hasbro panel, there's a books panel, there's Dark Horse, a collectibles update from your higher-end collectible companies, there's a Clone Wars rendering panel. Not sure how I feel about that. That was the Wave panel last Last year. Now, we are going to be attempting to broadcast the Hasbro Star Wars panel and the Collecting Star Wars panel live at SWActionNews.com. This is all very dependent upon bandwidth availability, but check our Facebook and our Twitter feeds as well as our forums for latest up-to-the-minute news. We will be posting to Facebook and posting to Twitter during the panel no matter what, but if we can get a good Wi-Fi connection, you can watch the Hasbro panel live at SWActionNews.com. And Saturday is another big day. That's something that I think a lot of people are going to want to go to because that is the day that there's the Star Wars trivia contest. All right. I, I'm going to just be honest because I'm always honest on this show. They got screwed this year. Yeah, they did. They're at Saturday at what time at night? Like 630. Unless there's drinking involved, I don't want to go. Do shots every time you miss a question? Yeah, that would be more fun. I, I will say by 630 on Saturday night, I will probably be a little bit tipsy. Saturday's a hard, hard day. Yeah. And usually by the last panel out of Hall H on Saturday, because Saturday seems to be our Hall H day, we're hauling ass out of there because... You need to get away from people. You do. It's the personal space issues are just astronomical on Saturday because it's the busiest day and you're poked and groped and pushed and spit on and just, you know, it's just too much human contact. And really what you just want to do is you get to your hotel room and I like it sometimes when we get double beds for this very reason. I'm very sorry, Ernie. I just like to lay in the bed all by myself and stretch out because I'm not touching anyone. Yeah, so sorry, Star Wars trivia. I will not be in attendance. And honestly, I get a little bit of anxiety with trivia games and I don't do well. If it was like a trivia contest set up on like the tables at 10, I would be great with it. But I'm not good at that kind of trivia. I just... I. I forget things. I don't have time to it's think. I panic. It's a great time. I, every time I've gone, I've mm -hmm. had great fun. The way they do it is tremendous given how many people are there. They always have great prizes, but just a bad time slot. I don't know why they couldn't go right after rendering the galaxy or something on Friday night, but that's I really time. think that if you get a time slot that's after 5 p.m. on at Comic-Con, you've lost people. Unless you're Kevin Smith. Unless, ugh, yes. Because he picks that time. Yes. But, Which means all his little unwashed fanboys camp out in Hall H. 
all day long so they can get a prime spot for their king. Now, if you want to start Friday off right, we're having the unofficial Star Wars fan club breakfast, or the Star Wars fan breakfast. Yes. No club, club on the side. You know, one of the things I missed about the fan club breakfast is the fun of hanging out with other people, and no offense to Mary Franklin and Steve Sansweet, sometimes they were just background noise while you talked with people you didn't know, and you're getting to know people. So we're just going to have a bunch of people get together and have breakfast on Friday. We'll carve up before we go for the big day of sitting in room 7AB. We are working with several locations to find someone who can guarantee us seating. If you're interested, please email us at show at SWActionNews.com. It is going to be an RSVP event. Everybody's going to be, you know, paying their own thing. We're not selling tickets like we do for our celebration parties. This is just a bunch of people having breakfast yeah, together. Just, just a bunch of people getting ready for a lot of Star Wars fun at Comic-Con. It's going to be early. You're going to have to wake up. Breakfast from the fan clubs always were probably a 7 a.m. breakfast. But if you'd like to join us for breakfast, drop us an email at show at SWActionNews.com. We will post to the forums, to Facebook, to Twitter, and we'll email anyone who RSVPs when we have a set location. But we're going to be requesting seating for a certain amount of people. So if you want to come, you need to let us know. And remember the Comic-Con 521 rule. You want to have five good hours of sleep, two good meals, and one shower every day. I personally prefer the 522 myself. Two showers. Sometimes you do need two showers. It depends on if they have a heat wave like they seem to have every year. No, last year it was cold, remember? That's true. But I still managed to get a roaring sunburn when it was chilly. Now, this year is going to be a little different. It is my first time venturing into the cosplay arena, which it's going to be fun. I'm going to do a Sith cheerleader. Barrett is going to do it, and so is his wife. So we're all going to be out there Friday in our Sith cheerleader outfits. It's going to be a lot of fun. And I'm going to cosplay as a member of Star Wars Action News, wearing a Star Wars Action News t-shirt on Friday. That's boring. And then I'm going to cosplay as a Marvelicious Toy host on Saturday and possibly a now playing host on Thursday, so. Hmm. Yeah, next year I'll have more costumes. But this is my first one, and I thought it would be a lot of fun. It's kind of cute, but also a little bit edgy. I went for the more punk look, because that's me, rather than the good girl, goody two-shoes. But when it comes to Comic-Con, I said it's expensive. Not the least of which are the exclusives. Oh, yeah, that thousands of dollars was the exclusives factored in because I've got Comic-Con down where I don't pay a lot for this hotel and I still manage to stay in a nice hotel. I don't waste my time. But, but the exclusives. exclusives. And I was kind of feeling bummed this week because Hasbro sent out their official product imagery and the only Star Wars exclusive is that Revenge of the Jedi Death Star pack. I don't know why you're complaining about that being the only exclusive, aren't you? Because how much is, are people guessing it to be? I've heard numbers anywhere from one to two hundred. Two hundred? Well, it's an exclusive, and exclusives oh. usually cost more, and you're getting the box. If we went with average vintage figure prices of nine dollars a figure, then we'd be at around a hundred and ten to a hundred and thirty, depending on if they count the two mini figures as figures themselves. I'll be happy if it comes in under one fifty. But I guess what's kind of bumming me about it is that it's not even a repaint. It's not even really a repackage, other than the two little figures, the mouse droid, and the other one that you get Salacious Crumb, it's the exact same figures that are going to be in stores, just in a different box. And that kind of takes the luster off. I would have liked there to be something else, you know, some other exclusive figure. It feels like this year's getting kind of hosed, and I actually went back and looked at previous year's exclusives from Hasbro. Last year only had one exclusive as well, but it was the comic pack that had Mecha Mall and Owen, and it didn't feel as bad because we had C5 coming right around 
around the corner with another comic pack. And in years past, there was always the Star Wars shop booth. So, like, we'd have the Smiley Luke at the Hasbro booth, and then you'd go over to the Star Wars booth and get the Stormtrooper Commander. Or you'd go to Hasbro and get the Disturbance in the Force with the giant blue head Emperor, and then you'd go over to Star Wars shopping at the Clone Wars Senate Security Clone. So, it just seems like this year's exclusive costs more than previous years, but you get a little less. You get a cardboard Death Star box, which, unless they've really improved it since Toy Fair, is only eh. I'm really not that impressed with this box. I've, I know good packaging. You, sir, are moderately okay packaging. You're going to be well coveted by collectors like myself, don't get me wrong, but not deservedly so. And I really wonder if this pack will show up on HasbroToyShop.com or not. I expect it will. I really expect it will. The Star Wars ones always have. Yeah, they always have, and sometimes they end up free with your order, depending on which convention it is. The G.I. Joe ones, the Transformer ones, the Marvel ones, not so much, but the Star Wars ones always end up there. Now, there is going to be some more Hasbro figures at Comic-Con. I guess this is kind of going back to the Star Wars shop analogy I had a moment ago, because Toys R Us has San Diego Comic-Con exclusives. Mm -hmm. This is new to me. And they've got actually just one Star Wars exclusive, however... They hit a bunch of licenses. There's almost 10 of them. Yeah, and they're going to be available at ToysRUs.com as well as, I guess, at Comic-Con. Or, yeah. Or, I guess they're going to have a booth. Yeah, they're listed. Well, they're partnering with EE on some of it. So. That's right, Entertainment Earth. And yeah. Entertainment Earth always has a booth. So yeah. maybe it's going to be over there. I know that in the past we've had to get some EE exclusives at the con. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this is going to be a Republic Commando set. And this is a great chance for those who missed out on that previous Republic Commando set to get those figures, which are hard to find. Now, I did see some speculation. Will these be new sculpts? Will they be better articulated? People complained before. No knee articulation, poor articulation. Did they just take a really good photo and we're getting straight repacks? Or are these different figures? I'm going to have to wait and get them in hand to find out. If they're new figures, well, I'll, I'll need at least two sets. If they're old figures, then just Momoko also has an exclusive. They usually have a big presence. They've got quite a big fan base anyway, not just for their Star Wars ones, they have an exclusive Bosque, which is limited to 500 pieces. Now, I think these are really cute, but here's my problem. Who uses this anymore? Who uses a flash drive? They're handy. They are the new floppy disk. Yes, they are the new floppy disk, but I can't think any time in the last year that I've said, dang it, I wish I had one because I need to do something. You know, that's happened to me, though. Normally at cons, people are like, let me give you a file. Oh, you can't email it? You need, I have to have a physical media, so I actually keep one in my bag at all times now, just for this reason. And it is a Momoko. It's a Batman Momoko because all my Star Wars Momokos are in the collection. I wouldn't ever use them. But yeah, thumb drives do have their purpose. And I use them to take files to and from work a lot. So they're good. The thing with the Momokos and having used the Batman, I can say from experience now, they scratch easy. If you want one for use, that should be a spare, a second one. If you're planning on keeping it as a collectible, it's kind of like a cell phone cover. You know, if you're going to have the cell phone cover in your collection, then it's not something you'd actually put on your phone. And perhaps the most confusing tie-in, when you buy the Mosque Memo Bot, you can meet Billy D. Williams from 12 to 1.30 on Friday. Okay, well, someone on Facebook when I posted that did say, wouldn't it make more sense if it was a Lando Memo Bot? It would 
make more sense. Yes. But I think that it takes a lot longer to plan a product than to book a celebrity. Then why bother booking the celebrity? Because it'll bring people to your booth. It's Lando, not really. No, he had a long line last year when he was at Gentle Giants booth. There he was did? a long line for Billy oh. D. And the man is still making product. He was in Lost a couple years ago. Let's not forget Undercover Brother and the General's Chicken. That's true. I mean, he keeps working. He doesn't know that he keeps working, apparently. <laughs> but he keeps I, I hope that there's somewhere a Q&A at some point with him because I love heckling him. He's so much fun because he doesn't remember anything. And, you know, I'm sure he gets tired of also people going by his line going, Billy D, Billy D, Billy D. I think you're the only one. Oh, it's just me? Yeah. Okay. You see, the other exclusive they have makes sense. They're doing a Harley Quinn memobot, and you can meet the voice actor for Harley Quinn. Maybe they tried for Alan Harris, but maybe it wasn't worth flying him across the Atlantic. But he was at C6, so I was happy. C5. Sorry, C6 hasn't happened. But he'll probably be there. In other exclusive news, Acme announced the exclusive character key, to which I go, whoa, you're still making character keys? Yeah, they used to become such an obligation now and a pain in my rear because I had the perfect frame and they quit making it and now I'm screwed. It's Darth Maul, but I got really confused because I looked at the art. So help me God, I thought it was Darth Maul as Daffy Duck. <laughs> oh. Isn't it terrible? What's if you're wrong looking with at his teeth. If you're looking at the enhanced podcast, isn't it awful? What is wrong with him? I don't know. It's his head is like oblong. He looks like the kid from Mask. Oh. But you bought it, I'm sure. I haven't. Oh. Let me tell you, I I have every other character key, but that one, twice I've loaded the page, twice I've added it to cart, and twice I've been like, you know, it's not worth the pain for me to reach around and get my wallet. <laughs> And I just am like, I'll get it later. And you know what? I keep hoping secretly that it sells out. I keep hoping that it, I don't have to Maybe it. it looks better in person. Yeah, that always happens. I don't know. It's just not a nice piece. It is. It, wow. I'm just so stunned at how awful the art is on this and how cartoonish. Yeah. Maybe I won't pre-order. Maybe I'll just walk over there. I'm sure they're not going to sell out. <laughs> Unlike Hallmark, who will sell out. Oh, I've been stressing about this. You've been in training. You joined yeah. Abe's <laughs> Army and running. And yes. I, I'm trusting you to run like the wind to get down there and get those ornaments for me. Yeah. Last year, Barron's and I raced down to get him and had three people tell me no running, but I ignored them. <laughs> well, that's what you got to do. And I think we were number one and two in line is what we did this year or last year. I so. think we're going to be doing the same thing this year where we I hit split. Hallmark and you hit. Yeah. Or you hit Hallmark, I hit Hasbro. Yes. And then I'll join you in and nine. F at FedEx. Yes. Hallmark moves quick. They're good. They're pros at this. They know what they're doing. Not if you're at the back of the line. That's true. It's a long, long wait if you're at the back of the line. It is. It is. But I have to have those. And speaking of Hallmark, moving into our store report, this coming Saturday is Keepsake Ornament Premiere, July 16th and 17th at a Hallmark Gold Crown store near you. Yeah, last year we did this. Remember, it was us and a bunch of old people. And it will be again this year. Yes, it I will imagine. be. Now, this year we get the very cool Slave One. I've always liked liked the design of that ship. Even as a kid, I just thought it was so weird. When I was five, I'm like, that's not what I picture spaceships to be, and I loved it. Really? Because I think it looks like a certain... It's It was based on, apparently on an elephant trunk. Okay, I was going to go... I know where you were okay, going. Okay, all right, all right. But uh -huh. we're a family show. 
Okay. There's also a showdown at the cantina with Greedo and some other Corellian guy, but Greedo. Yeah, Greedo. Jedi Master Yoda, which looks like a great sculpt of Yoda on there. And this year's, what do they call the chase ornament? An exclusive. But limit, they're all exclusive. Limited edition. They're not, okay, the they're limited not all edition. exclusive. You can buy them all throughout the year. The limited quantity ornaments is what they call them, uh, according to the magazine. Bosk. Last year, it was Lando. And remember, you panicked about it. And they had a ton left, even days later. The store we went to sold out pretty quickly, but we didn't have a problem getting them. This year, we will be there that day to get Bosk. In other store report news, Jedi Temple Archives is reporting that the Republic Attack Shuttle has been showing up in stores, Walmarts, and Toys R Us's. Again, it's spotty reports at this point, but apparently that is shipping. I imagine that by Christmas, you're going to be so sick of it. I'm actually taking a waiting game on this piece, given how much things have been marked down, non-exclusive vehicles of this size in the past. I'm going to wait and see if we get a 10 or $20 off on it. It's not a $100 vehicle, so I'm not hoping for the great 33% off that I got on the Turbo Tank and the ATTE, but I'm hoping for a good bargain on this. I'm not going to buy it the first day I see it. Yakface is reporting that the vintage B-Wing is showing up at Kmart. The price is 30 it is a Kmart exclusive, but it's in that cool vintage box like the Toys R Us exclusive AT-AT or the Target exclusive Snowspeeder and TIE Fighter. So even if you're not a vehicle collector, if you like really good vintage packaging, I don't know why they just don't make that a standard. Do they think it's not colorful enough to stand out on regular toy shelves yeah, against Pokemon or whatever else is out there? I like it, but then again, I think that's what everyone in our generation likes because it reminds us of our childhood. I don't know. Is it beyond the nostalgia factor? Or is it just a really cool graphic it's design? It's a really cool graphic design with the star field yeah. and everything. I just think it's a great look with photos from the movie of the B-Wing. Well, and- you know what I think it is? And it's just probably something deep in our minds, but that's how we associate Star Wars. Yeah, it is. And when you see the red and black or the blue or whatever, it just doesn't do it. It's Star Wars is that vintage packaging yeah. except to little kids who are going to love the red and blue I, I yeah. don't see it I see red and blue is very forgettable it doesn't stand out in the toy aisle no. it blends in which is maybe what they're trying to do I guess every toy line is trying to turn the volume up to 11 and now 12 and pretty soon every toy is going to be flashing and making noise to get your attention as you go past like the dump truck thing in the aisle Chuck Chuck the dump truck yes that's Chuck I'm Chuck that's what he says I press that button a lot now, I also got reports from listeners that Wave 7 is showing up at Target of all places, actually getting new figures in. Again, I go to Target, I see the same Cloud Car Pilot and Dengar looking at me like, somebody please take us home. I imagine they'll still be there come November and I will buy them and put them in the Toys for Tots bin. But I actually had a pretty good week of store reports at the Horror Con, of all things. <laughs> yeah, how many people go to a Horror Con and buy Marvel figures? Well, they also had Star Wars figures there, but they were overpriced. But the next day, we just decided let's hit some comic book stores in the area and see what kind of collectibles we can find. We were kind of short on time. We only hit two. The very first one we went to, completely random. We just heard about it online. Go to it. Going out of business. Everything in the store, 50% off. It was pretty awesome. We loaded up. Arnie went to Little Knot. 
nuts. But at half off, so you're only half nuts. That's true. And I was actually fairly restrained. I was bragging to Marjorie in the car how nothing I bought, well, one thing, but only one thing that I bought wasn't something I already was looking to buy at close to full price elsewhere. They had a lot of Sideshow 12-inch figures, but I gave some serious thought to the Sand Trooper to go with that wonderful, wonderful do-back. But I was like, you know, I'm spotty on the Sideshow 12-inch line, and I'm not going to pick those up. What I did pick up was the Kotobukiya Artifacts Plus Cloud City Darth Vader. I got it for $35. That is a absolute steal. I felt I was robbing the store. I couldn't believe it. And the other thing they had there, and this is the one that I wasn't really planning on buying, but I just couldn't resist. They had a Chewbacca cookie jar from 1998, and this thing is so ugly that I can't even begin to describe it. First of all, his lips are just eerie. They look like two bald caterpillars. His eyes... They're piercing. ...have like a Mona Lisa thing going on. Yeah. And they're an unnatural shade of blue. And the whole thing was just perfect condition. Came in the original box, everything. Original styrofoam in the box. And the guy had it and pulled it out of the back. The box was in good condition. I got this for $40. And we did check because when buying these, I call it now neo-vintage. Anything from the 90s, pre-episode one, neo-vintage stuff. I always want to make sure I'm not overpaying. And even at half off, it turned out he had it eBay priced originally. He wanted 80. I got it for 40. And so I'm like, yeah, I'm going to take that ugly cookie jar for $40. I really wanted it. It's a big cookie jar. It's about a foot and a half, would you say? Well over a foot. His whole head comes off for cookies or anything else. Yeah, oh, he's at least 18 inches tall. Yeah, absolutely. They did have a lot of other Star Wars stuff there that I went through piece by piece. They had some of those hoodies that have the Darth Vader on them and the Stormtrooper on them and the pull-down yeah, masks. Yeah, the ones from Think Geek. I, I passed on those because, as again, I'm packing everything up. I'm deciding I'd rather put my money into things I would either love to display or would actually wear in the case of apparel. And I, I'm just not going to wear those two. If they had the Boba Fett one, I might have actually gone for that one. But the Stormtrooper and the Darth Vader are the two lesser ones. They had a lot of the 90s figures there, but I just picked all of those up, so I was good on those, even though they were only going to be a little over a dollar a piece at half off. I just couldn't believe it. The comics weren't half off or I would have gone through and started looking for some of the old Marvel Star Wars comics from the Marvel age when they were doing those, because I would love to have a full set of those comics sometime. And at half off, you could even get the number one issue really cheap. But the comics were still pretty much priced as marked. Picked up a few trade paperbacks, though. It was a good haul. It was. The guy was super nice, too. And that's what I love about comic books stores is because they're local businesses normally you get the people who can tell you the stories and tell you where else you need to go and that kind of thing he was very friendly he looked like vintage 80s weird al (laughs) complete with those glasses and everything and the hair but he was very nice guy and then we went to another comic book store sadly not everything was half off and after you get everything for half off it gets you in a mindset that you don't want to pay full price no but they did have the kotobukiya reissued boba fett artifact statue not the artifacts plus from Cloud City, but the Artifacts one that comes with the Vader piece, the really hard to find one, they had it at full MSRP of $100, and I checked online and, you know, it doesn't really go for that much less online, and I would have had to pay shipping online versus just walking out of the store with it, so I picked that up too. So, even though I'm not finding a lot in stores, I'm able to backfill my collection with some 90s cookie jars and Kotobukiya statues, thanks to the money I'm not spending at Targets and Walmarts and Toys R Us's. And we'll be back after this. 
fire across the galaxy. The Clone Wars spread. In 2005, Star Wars fans eagerly gathered around their television sets as a new era in Star Wars was born. Against this threat, upon the Jedi Knights falls the duty to lead the newly formed army of the Republic. The Star Wars Clone Wars micro-series from Gendy Tartakovsky. Starting at three-minute shorts and ending with full-length episodes, this series enthralled fans with its stylized animation and introduction of new characters like Asajj Ventress, General Grievous, and Dirge. Now, over this summer, relive the excitement as Republic Forces Radio Network looks back at this groundbreaking animated series. Go to RepublicForces.com where Dan, Jen, Jerry, Barrett, and Nathan will be watching and reviewing each episode of this series as well as discussing how it ties into Star Wars continuity and how its influences are still being felt on Star Wars books, toys, and television shows today. Find these episodes, as well as our archive looking back at the current Clone Wars series at RepublicForces.com. Now, we did get some new Star Wars product announced this week online. Adidas announced their 2011 Fall Winter Collection. I guess we call them Adidas in the States. Yes, outside the States, it's Adidas. Um, I grew up with my brother playing soccer and had a lot of multinational friends, and it was always Adidas. I'm like, what's Adidas? Somebody <laughs> corrected me in person saying, it's Adidas. Okay, it's Adidas. All right. Moving on, their Fall Winter Collection of Star Wars goodies include some new shoes, Millennium Falcon, Darth Vader, Wampa shoes. Wampas need shoes. Their feet get all cut up. A Darth Vader quilted like down coat. The coat I actually like. Again, I was just talking about how I wouldn't necessarily wear the Vader hoodie. I wouldn't wear the Hoth coat here, the down white coat. Well, maybe, but I'm not really a white coat kind of guy. There is a militant Star Wars flight jacket that recreates a classic nylon flight jacket with four front pockets, a sleeve pocket. I want to see the back because it says there's a Millennium Falcon graphic on the back and that could ruin the entire aesthetic. But as it is, I don't know. It looks like I'd be a Generalissimo in some army or somewhere if I wore that coat. And you would pass for it. Except for the big Adidas logo. Yes. I don't know too many Generalissimos who wear Adidas. It's because I just haven't thought of it yet. Sideshow has been spoiling Comic-Con. I actually think they may have gotten it right, though, because during Comic-Con, all anybody's talking about is Comic-Con and they may not be getting the spotlight that they're going to get right now when everybody else is keeping everything hush-hush for Comic-Con, they're releasing all these new pre-orders before Comic-Con so they can spend my money before I go to Comic-Con and (laughs) spend my money. And they announced a C-3PO life-sized bust. And forum member Jedi Larry B immediately went, how's this different from the Star Wars C-3PO life-sized bust they showed at Comic-Con last year that's currently on back order? And you look at the photos, they look pretty much the same. Mm -hmm. So I emailed Corey at Sideshow, always real good to us, and she came back and told me, this is shiny C-3PO. Oh, well, of course. The last one is tarnished C-3PO. So depending on how golden you like your rod, (laughs) what, they call them golden rod. (laughs) 
You can get him shiny or dirty. So you want a shiny rod? I actually do prefer C-3PO well-polished because when they did the life-size C-3PO and R2, I really was considering buying them even at a combined cost of thousands and thousands of dollars. But if I'm going to spend that, I don't know. I want shiny C-3PO, not he's been walking through the desert on a horse with no name C-3PO. Also, when you're looking to shop online, you want to head over Backstage Toys with our brand new website. It's been completely redesigned. And they have a special coupon code in honor of that. You can use the promo code SWAN410. That's S-W-A-N, the number 4, T-E-N. Use that during checkout and you get $10 off any order. Sith, Wampa, Anakin, Nexu, 4, Tarkin, Empire, Nexu. Okay, thank you, Arnie. Now this is stackable with another coupon code that you can find in the Marvelicious Toys podcast. Yes, so listen to the most recent Marvelicious Toys and you can get up to $20 off your order. The only minimum purchase being the amount of the coupon. So for the $10 off for Swan for 10, just a $10 order. These are good through the end of July. You crazy coupon people can't get the cash back like you do in the store. Also over at Star Wars Action News sponsor Brian's Toys, they've got new Attackus, Stormtrooper, and Shadow Stormtrooper figures in stock, as well as, as we mentioned previously, the Clone Wars Republic Attack Shuttle. If you just can't wait to see it in store shelves, get it now at Brian's Toys. If you're looking for figures, they've got Vintage Wave 5, as well as Clone Wars Wave 7 and 8 in stock and ready to ship. And if you order $35 or more of in-stock merchandise, They've got free stuff for you, including tons of Star Wars. Depending on the amount of your order, you can get either free figures all the way up to Gentle Giants Deluxe Stormtrooper statue or the animated Bosque maquette, which really rocks. I highly recommend it. And you can get it free from Brian's Toys. And if you listen to Marvelicious Toys that Marjorie just mentioned, they also have Marvel Universe Wave 14 and 15 up for pre-order. So you can just check those off your list, save your gas and save your time. Don't have to hit the stores. I did pre-order both those waves from Brian's Toys. They also have some Captain America Wave 3 figures for pre-order up there. And remember, when checking out at Brian's Toys, please be sure to mention you heard about them from Star Wars Action News. Well, that's it for this show. The next time we talk to you, we'll be coming live to you from San Diego Comic-Con. If you are going to the convention, make sure to find Arnie or myself or Barrett or Justin, who is making his Comic-Con debut, or con debut, actually. And we'll have badges. We've got Marvelicious buttons. Yeah, real shout out to Chris for great work on the badge this year. He did above and beyond as always. It's very cool. It's just amazing. So make sure to, if you see us, hit us up and see what we got. We also have some trading cards also from different staff members. And, you know, just going to have lots of fun at the con. And email us at show at SWActionNews.com if you want details on the Star Wars fan breakfast. Hold the club. You can have a club sandwich, though, for breakfast, I guess. If I... So then you'd have a Star Wars club fan breakfast. Yes, you would. And also make sure to follow us on Twitter and Facebook for live updates from Comic-Con, as well as photos of cool things we find around the convention. So we'll talk to you next time from San Diego. Thank you for listening to Star Wars Action News. 
You can find even more Star Wars coverage at our sister podcast, Republic Forces Radio Network, where we review each episode of the Clone Wars cartoon series. You can find that show at republicforces.com. If you're into Star Wars novels, check out the Star Wars Action News Book Club, where we read and review all the Star Wars novels. That podcast is at swactionnews.com. We want your feedback and suggestions for Star Wars Action News. You can email us at show at swactionnews.com or post your thoughts in the Star Wars Action News forums at swactionnews.com, the most friendly forums on the web. You can be on Star Wars Action News by calling our voicemail at 415-508-JEDI or sending an MP3 or iPhone voice memo to show at SWActionNews.com. All materials submitted become the property of Star Wars Action News and are subject to use on our show. You can help support Star Wars Action News by using the affiliate links on our homepage when shopping online. We would also appreciate it if you spread the word about Star Wars Action News by posting about us on Twitter, Facebook, MySpace, or just tell a friend about the show. If you enjoy the show, please leave us a review on iTunes, and you can also cast a vote for us each month at Podcast Alley. Links to both can be found on our homepage at SWActionNews.com. For more Star Wars collecting, please visit YakFace.com, HansHideout.Blogspot.com, and JediTempleArchives.com, and we thank those sites for their support of Star Wars Action News. Star Wars Action News is created, produced, and hosted by Marjorie and Arnie. The Star Wars Action News team is website designed by Jason, associate produced and announcements by Brock, reporters Jerry, Dan, Steve, and Justin, graphic design by Chris, and podcast enhancement by Barrett. Star Wars Action News is copyright 2011, all rights reserved. Star Wars Action News is not affiliated with Lucasfilm Limited. The show is created by fans showing their love of Star Wars. Star Wars and all the Star Wars universe contains is trademarked and copyright Lucasfilm Limited, all rights reserved. Until next time, may the pegs be stocked and the Force be with you. Star Wars Action News. Now this is podcasting. Star Wars Action News is a production of Venganza Media Incorporated. I am going to cosplay as a member of the Star Wars Action News team wearing a Star Wars Action News shirt. Oh, wait, I do that every year. You should maybe wear a suit and go around like you're an actual reporter. The Star Wars Action News team. And you could but do I the, need a bad comb over for that. You would, but then you could do the look side and the look at the camera just right, like they do at the beginning of the news every night. Why do I just think Justin would be our sports reporter and Dan the weatherman? Oh, yeah, Dan's totally the weatherman. <laughs> I think Jerry's the sports. Justin has that frantic energy. Yeah, but Jerry knows the sports. So does Justin. Oh, he does? Okay. Don't you notice all those football helmets behind? Oh, wait, you don't have the webcam. He sits in front of like 40 football helmets when we record. No. (laughs) I'm sorry. I just got to get past polishing your rod and shiny rods.